The world isn't simple anymore. And on the Walden Pond podcast, your host, anti-fraud expert Vince Walden, is talking to experts about the technology and compliance trends you need to know about to keep your compliance and fraud detection programs relevant. If you're looking for insights that are practical, timely, and innovative, welcome to The Pond. Welcome to The Pond. I'm your host, Vincent Walden, with you today with Neil Kona, a very good friend of mine who is CEO of Vertical Discovery as well as Spectrum Data Science. So welcome, Anil. Hi, Vince. Glad you could be on. Well, you know, interestingly, six months ago, I interviewed you as the CEO of Vertical Discovery, but now I'm interviewing you as the CEO of Spectrum Data Science, which I'm really excited to talk about. Can you tell me how these two are related and a little bit about your background, and then we'll kind of get into the details, but welcome aboard and tell me all about Spectrum. Sure, Vince. That's an excellent question to start with. As an author of various articles in the fraud magazine, you are aware what's the fraud statistics today, right? Especially when you look into the numbers for the audience, I will share the recent Association of Fraud Examiners projected loss by 2020 will be $3.5 trillion. And it's an estimated any organizations like 5% of their revenue to the fraud, waste, and abuse, right? The median of each occupational occurrence is 140K. So the numbers are very, very staggering, right? Before starting my forensic technology application, as you know, I spent close to 16 years in both Deloitte and ENY as a partner of forensic technology. I spent a lot of time focusing on helping our customers in this fraud analytics where the money is, they're losing money. And these programs are primarily developed to support the internal audit, compliance, and legal and sure. control, control the fraud. Right? Mm-hmm. With all the projects we handled, 1,500 plus projects globally, we managed some, you remember, we worked together. I see there is no greater need in the market than fully integrated, automated, a forensic data analytics platform that has a low barrier to entry and able for corporate internal audit run and identify the fraud. That's what I'm super excited about, and and we'll get into that today, too. I wanted you to introduce your background so that the audience could hear kind of what you're doing. You are quite the entrepreneur, my friend. I mean, you and I worked together for years, almost over a decade, when we were at Ernst & Young together and both partners there. And you bailed me out of many technology situations and came up with some great solutions. And now it's great to see you on your own and collaborating on these data analytics things. And in the spirit of entrepreneurialism, I want to reflect back on our mascot, Henry David Thoreau. And And so think about this, and maybe this is more inspiring to you as others who are entrepreneurs out there. I know of no more encouraging fact than that of the unquestionable ability of a man to elevate his life by conscious endeavor. So go out there and kick butt. (laughs) And so I'm excited. So let's talk about your specific product around Spectrum. You know, what anti-fraud and compliance areas does it focus on? I mean, there's lots of compliance tools out there and third-party due diligence, background checks, where does Spectrum focus? Definitely, Vince. Spectrum Fraud Analytics is built to address various kinds of risk areas. We are not limiting only the 
the limited regular financial frauds, but we are also looking into online frauds and point devices fraud. But traditional frauds like fraud risk and regulatory risk, compliance risk, or operational and so on, so forth and so on. With our years of experience, ability to analyze a different modules like you know, either you call it as an account payable, receivables, and our time and experiences, employee payroll, right? Third-party assessments, those are the primary risk areas we identified. And we have modules both on fraud risk areas as well as looking into the FCPA, any third-party due diligence requirements. So we identified various risk areas and all these modules under that. I like it. Yeah, it's focus on the money. Focus on payments going out the door. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm super excited about this because, and again, I wanted to talk about it to my audience uh, personally and within my own company at Alvarez and Marcel, we've selected Spectrum as our analytics platform for anti-fraud and compliance. So I'm really excited about these features that we're seeing. Maybe you can talk about what's unique. I know you touched on it. You touched on it initially. The barrier to entry has always been a challenge with getting the data, loading it, putting it into SQL and databases and doing all the tests. Talk about some of the automation and the visualization and risk scoring that you've automated to lower that barrier of entry. Sure. We are equally excited as you are. We truly looking forward to working with you, you know, strategizing our product and serving clients together. That gives us a lot more flexibility, not only on the technology side, your subject matter expertise to advise the client and how they manage the outcomes out of coming from from our tool, right? How do they interpret them, understand, and change some of their policies to tighten these money controls? So that's where we are focusing. We developed the spectrum with most advanced compliance and uh, fraud analytic solution and also happens to be the very easy to use, right? Our automation we divided that into four different categories, right? Our automated data manager is very system agnostic, meaning either you use SAP, Oracle, JD AdWords. We have built in hundreds of inbuilt validations to look into the data, identifying it, segregating it, loading the data, quality. Everything will be automated through our automated data manager. Yeah. I just have to point out, Anil, you took what I had done in my past years of working at the big four with you, that process was around a 200 to 300 hour effort, which took a lot of time, which corresponds to money. You've essentially distilled that process down into about 20 to 30 hours through the automation, which is just a 10x factor in terms of lowering that barrier to entry and deploying this a lot better, I'll say better, cheaper, and faster. So to me, that was one of the huge things the interface was easy to use to understand, you know, hey, these are improper payments. Go after them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Powered with our integration into SAP systems, Oracle systems directly will help a build its continuous monitoring. It, it removes all the barriers to stop that every time bringing the data, verifying it, loading. That can be now, it's all automated right from collection of the data. So that enables the second option that we build is the case manager. So the case manager has the power to constantly monitor, identify the alerts, create a complete dashboard that gives our customers a two-dimensional case manager while you are working on each of these cases. 
individual transactions. At the same time, you look at last six months, the overview, one year overview, so that you, you understand the root cause of the problem and how you are progressing is what we are able to achieve through this integrated case management. See, that's key. And that gets to my next point with, you know, as most of the audience knows, in June of this year, the DOJ updated their components of a you know, corporate compliance program. And it said specifically, is your compliance program a snapshot in time or is it continuously monitored? Okay. And what you're talking about with the case management and the ongoing review of it is that continuous monitoring aspect. You know, you have the historical, but you're also working the system and having that business transparency going forward, not just a you know, look at it once and forget about it for a year or two type of model. And that's right in line with the DOJ guidance. That's a definitely, Vince. That's the point, right? That's the most important question. A lot of our clients are asking, hey, what is this DOJ guidelines? What do we need to do? And you are on spot on. The timely, effective monitoring and testing of policies and controls along with the transactions is the primary guidelines that DOJ released along with looking into third-party risk monitoring, right? It should be ongoing. Risk assessment should be dynamic, right? That's a very key point that they raised. Risk assessment should be dynamic and should be data-driven, right? right? Not like your old school of giving some weightage and doing the risk scoring. You'll appreciate, Anil, that it's funny. I was able to, uh, for those in the audience who are certified fraud examiners or members of the Association of Certified Fraud Examiners, I was able to sneak a few of your screenshots in my current article in Fraud Magazine talking about this new DOJ guidance as an example of what compliance looks like. So forgive me for the shameless plug, but I was excited. But the, the point is, it's exactly what the DOJ is saying. So I included some of those screenshots in the article. I can't tell you how much positive responses from my clients we received when I shared your article, your explanation on the DOJ guidance, and it, a lot of people has, is still are not very clear what to do with that. So it's very, very educational for them to learn how to take it to the further. And a couple of more additions that you added on the use of technology, all that is very helpful. So thank you for... Yeah including us. No, that worked out good. That's great. So help the audience as they think about their own compliance program and wanting to integrate more analytics and transaction monitoring. What's the setup type? How long does it take to get up and running on this? As we both know from years of our experience, Vince, that's one of the painful area, right? Especially managing these large ERP systems and getting the data setting up is a long, long procedure. What in Spectrum we did, we built a complete pass secured model in our Azure. Now, it literally comes within hours, right? We can enable companies yep. to get up and running literally within hours. Unlike most other applications today, you need to do a bulk copying the data and all that. So oh. our integration and customization team offers straight services that we can integrate or we have our template-driven data that they can load and within minutes, they can start looking into our dashboard. Yeah, yeah. All the tests are automated. And there's some really good tests in there. Over 100 different types of procure-to-pay, type tests of payments, several, I'll say, scores of travel and entertainment type tests, as well as sales and revenue distributor type tests as well. So it's pretty cool. 
and then it's all automated. And that's what I appreciate because it's easy to use and I don't have to code it every time. Totally. One additional point there, Vince, to what mentioning, our automation is not blindly taking the data and pushing through the steps. It is also checking what is the data availability and what kind of tests I can run, what tests of tests I can't run because there is a missing data and able to immediately identify the client rather than you are spending a couple of days and then realize that, oh, you can't run this because this key critical column is missing. So system is upfront, is able to see all that and able to tell you, hey, this is critical for you. I can't run because this column is missing here. That's funny you mentioned that because again, in one recent case that I've been going on, we finally got you the purchase order data, not just the invoicing data, but the purchase order data, Absolutely. purchase order data. And once we had that and it was loaded, like an additional 15 tests popped in the system. And that was kind of, it was like it unlocked all these additional tests once I got you that data source. And that was pretty cool. Totally. Um, that's right. Yeah. So as we think about it, as we're getting near the end here, but I wanted to talk two more questions. One, what does the roadmap look like? What are you kind of most excited about? What's next with Spectrum? I think you talked about a new interface and some things that you're building out. What can we expect in the coming months? So in terms of our uh, roadmap, we are most super excited about, which we are already under uh, development right now, like Optimum, we are building a prediction outcome. So this will predict the risk ranking algorithms run through different variables related to the transactions, including transaction behavior, peer comparison, data points from external data sources, so on and so forth. These algorithms risk ranking everything from the transactions to the entity to the business and able to predict how your the policies is going to work. So even before you implementing some of the policies changes, you can actually build those policies, deploy in our application, and then see how the predictions are coming out and to make necessary adjustments rather than learning them in a hard way. Right. Yeah, so it's continuously learning. And you know, I love that. Find me more like this feature that brings back statistically similar. So that's great. Well, we have time for one more question, Anil. And I always like to do this for the compliance and legal and anti-fraud audience out there is that what advice do you have for these professionals as they want to kind of enhance or accelerate their analytics program and increase their business transparency into their company's operations? So what quick hit advice would you give them? I don't believe that there is any greater advice that I can give all of the, our friends, leaders in the internal audit compliance and legal, right? But they're very mature procedure. But if they are not already using analytics in their programs or identifying, you know, which analytic software is really fit into their day-to-day operations in their roadmap, they're absolutely, uh, you know, at a disadvantage in operating, right, where the money is going and where the money leakages are happening. So these analytics applications offer you the opportunity to analyze much more data and especially given current environments, both the size of the data is increasing as well as the current pandemic is pushing us to look at things much more deeper and granular level. So these analytics platforms really help triangulate your data elements that you would ever otherwise think had any connection to each other and much more, right? I would say, don't take my word, right? Test it. Do a simple proof of concept project 
Yeah. You can identify a couple of data sources, partner with subject matter experts like you through AM, test the sample, you will find, and that's your first step to control the fraud in your company. Yeah, it, it's like shining a flashlight into your business in, in transactions. And I always call it finding hidden money, <laughs> which, is, which is exactly what it is. When you have that kind of insight and looking at who's getting paid the most and who's getting the riskiest, who's making risky payments, knowing that is half the game. So it's fun when you're able to find hidden money for your clients and more than pay for yourself in doing so. So that's why, that's why I love what I do. I'm so passionate about this stuff. Well, Anil, thank you very much for your time and appreciate the pod, being on the podcast show, which is uh, part of the Tom Fox Compliance Podcast Network. So thank you for joining me on the pond. And for anybody who's interested in kind of seeing a demo of this platform, you can reach out to me directly. You know, it's vwalden at alvarezandmarcel.com or reach out to Anil, Anil Kona. And Anil, why don't you give your, your email address? It's anil.kona at Spectrum Data Science, or what is it again? It's akona at rapidspectrum.com. Rapidspectrum.com. Everybody, thank you very much for uh, listening to this episode. And I have to congratulate you. You are my 20th episode, Anil. So it's a congratulations. We finally hit the score. And thanks for having (laughs) me, Vince. All right. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Walden Pond Podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and help spread the word by leaving a review.